You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 294. Today's case study of the week showcases how one new entrepreneur finally made it over that hump and went from zero to 8,000 in revenue in less than three weeks. This one you gotta check out. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 3 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to one of our special Wednesday editions here on the Mind Your Business Podcast, where I showcase extraordinary entrepreneurs, hey, like you, who are up to extraordinary things. And we are coming up, this just happened to be how it worked out. We're coming up on just about one year of this journey of today's special guest. This is Zara Cruzan, who, um, oh, wow, this is just, it's such an amazing story. Because as you'll hear, there were a lot of pending circumstances in Zara's life as a mom, as a wife with bills and expenses and, you know, doing that whole phase of like working and, you know, working on the business, but not actually launching it or doing the things that make you money, staying really busy. And as you'll hear in this episode, Zara got to a point where basically there was a ticking clock counting down to the day where she would have to be forced to throw in the towel and give up for good. And it came down to a <laughs> what some from the outside would maybe call like a Hail Mary. But Zara stepped up, stepped into action and generated $8,000 in three weeks. And it's pretty extraordinary. But what's even more extraordinary is the journey, the growth, the evolution that has taken place in her life and the ripple effect that it's had in the rest of her life, not just business, in the past 12 months. And that's exactly what we're going to dive deep into today. So if you're a mom, you're like been working on your business, but haven't pulled the trigger, you, you know, you're in that hump, like I can't get over that hump as Zara describes it. If you don't have a list, like Zara didn't. You don't have money for Facebook ads like Zara didn't. Then this episode is for you. Now, Zara is the founder of Brand Author and she works with entrepreneurs to enter mainstream markets by creating an irresistible brand. She spent nearly a decade working and training and marketing and copywriting for both small ventures and Fortune 500 companies. And by using her proprietary system for creating a brand's infrastructure, she's helped entrepreneurs break through the glass ceiling of regional and local markets and gain national placements. And today you're going to hear the story of Zara's first online course and how she freaking crushed it. So without further ado, let's play that episode right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with today's special guest, Zara Cruzan. Zara, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. Come on. I'm very good. I'm excited. Good. I'm Definitely. excited. I can't wait to dive into your story. I think it's going to really inspire some 
of our listeners here today. But why don't we start at the beginning and you just share, just for context, share with us a little bit about what is it you do? What's your business? Who do you help? How do you help them? Awesome. So I'm a brand strategist. And what I do is I help entrepreneurs to approach their brand from an infrastructure standpoint so they can get alignment for that. And I have a heart to help the small business owners by taking big brand strategies and scaling them back to things that are doable for the small business. So that's what I love to do and who I help. Yeah, got it. Cool. So I think we want to wind the clock back here a bit to hear a little bit of your story. And I want to say, is it December of last year? Is that... Is that where we're, is this where a lot of this is starting? I know we had, we chatted, I think it was December. Is that right? Yeah. It's like, it was the second coaching call. I think like end of November, early December. I only had three weeks after the call to make it happen. I remember that. That Let's talk about that because I know like (laughs) this is, this is something that is common, right? Where, and you can just hear it. It was like, I only had three weeks. (laughs) So what does that mean? Why don't we start right there and kind of set the stage for us? Yeah. So ever since I had my son, I had been a full-time mommy and side hustler trying to decide what I was going to do now that I was certain I wasn't going to go back to corporate. And so I had been, you know, doing this and that. I I knew I wanted to create some kind of passive income. I had taken Amy Porterfield's course, great course. And I had this huge course, 80% done. I hadn't done anything with it. And I'd been kind of holding on to it just letting it sit on the shelf. And all of a sudden we had a very disruptive thing happen in our life where my husband's benefits change. And suddenly we were going to have to spend a lot more money every month, beginning in January. Found this out at the end of October when, you know, annual enrollment comes in and it was a huge gap. It was, you know, expensive for us. And we didn't know how we were going to close that gap other than me bringing in an income that was, all, you know, we had. And of course my husband's so supportive. And so he said, okay, well, you know, December 31st, let's see if we can make one last attempt to make revenue with this, make this a full-time thing. And if we can't, then we got to find another way because January 15th, that first payment gets pulled for our benefits and we've got to have it. And so another way, did that pretty much mean like get a job? Yeah, yeah, basically. It so, was make this happen or go back to work. Right. So you had, uh, what, about two months to figure out in total if this is like, wow, we're doing this or not. This thing has legs. Yes. or And up until that point, this business, with you hadn't even completed the course. So you hadn't sold it yet. So it hadn't generated yeah. any revenue. No. As a matter of fact, at that point, I hadn't even come across your course yet. I, you've been in my email box. So I, I'd done the CEO, digital CEO for mm-hmm. about a year. I've been there. It had been in the back of my mind. And that's right about when you launched and mm-hmm. you were going through your launch sequence. So you came back into my emails and and a good friend of mine, Shannon, had uh, I was in her beta. And so I was with her in Amy's class. I saw her and we got to talking and she said, you know what? I credit this program with James is how I was able to make it over that, mm-hmm. that hump. And I said, okay, then this is the answer. He's going to make this cookie cutter foolproof on how I can get this course finished and no more messing around and more guesswork. This is, yeah. this is what I am going to do. And so I did, I, I purchased the course, the BBD program and I dug right in. I got into the second coaching call and I got selected you know, for a hot seat with you. And that's when everything changed. Mm. Yeah. I remember that. Cause, uh, it was kind of this, like, 
do or die moment yeah, <laughs> that you were you bringing to I the cult. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. ducking my head under the yeah. desk. <laughs> but people were like so stoked for you on that call. Like they were just cheering you on. And so let's just go to the conclusion. You know, let's go to the end of the story, which is that at what date did you finally launch? And then what revenue results did you generate? So I launched, I believe the 10th of December and I continued to run my, I think I closed it 10 days after, but then I had a couple, like my last two came in even after that because the starting date for the group coaching was going to be January 1st. And so I launched for about, you know, 10 to 14 ish days. Mm -hmm. And my goal was to have $8,000. And I don't know why we picked that as a goal. That was just the proof in the pudding (laughs) that Mm -hmm. we needed to say this was going to work. And so I ended up getting the $8,000 and then I had given a referral bonus to one, but I got my, I got my four customers and I was really excited. Okay. So the goal was 8,000 and you generated 8,000. Now uh, the 1,000 referral bonus means you gave a thousand of that away to somebody who helped attract it, but that's still you generating $8,000 in revenue. So that was this goal was we got to put this thing out before the end of the year. And here's this made up number that we all come up with 8,000, right? And that means we've got something and you freaking hit it. so real at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if you only did 6,000, it's a failure, right? Um, Okay. So this is, this is amazing. How, what was that experience like for you? And then how was even just like your husband's reaction to all of this? So... What's funny is that once you make the money, you realize that it's not at all about the money. Um, <laughs> Don't tell them that. Don't tell <laughs> them that. that we'll, we'll let them figure that out on their own. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did. It changed so much about mm. the way I saw things, the way yeah. I saw possibilities, my capabilities, my ability to understand when I was telling a story. And I think that was one of the biggest things when we went through the coaching call And you just kept telling me, what's your story? What's your story? And listening to it, it didn't sound that way at all. But going through it, I felt like you were a drill sergeant, just hammering (laughs) with like, what's your story? What's your story? I was like, I don't have a story. I didn't think I did until it just Mm. fell right out of my mouth. And that was almost like the, I felt like it was the first time I thought it, but really it had been there all along. And I didn't realize that it was there. And once I was able to remove that and just look at things from the perspective of what I do have, what I can do, everything changed. And it changed the way I approached so many things just in life. My husband was obviously thrilled about the money, but just seeing the change in me, and he said, you know, I believed in you for so long. Like, what's different that you're finally starting to believe in yourself? Mm. And I never had had that conversation with him before. I don't think he ever wow. would have said something like that to me. But it didn't. And it continues now. I don't want to jump the gun here, but jump. Since then, uh, <laughs> I've broken down so many more stories. And it, it is kind of like an avalanche, right? Once you yeah. it's like a domino. Once you hit one, it just starts like cascading. They so just beautiful. Keep coming and yeah. you just keep it. So it becomes so much easier to identify yep. them yep. and then break them down. And yep. it's, yeah, it just makes an incredible difference. Well, let's go back to that because you do describe that as the, the word you use was the hump. Right. Yes. <laughs> that, that, and, and I, we all know what you're talking about. It's that hump of like, where you've like, I can't possibly 
learn anymore. Like I've got it all, but I'm still not doing it. And that hump is like that. All right, let's get into act. Let's actually put our butt on the line. Let's actually put it out there. Why don't you dive a little bit deeper on what that was like and what it took for you to get over that, that hump? Yeah. I think the hump for me was so incredibly frustrating because I had this course 80% done. I had all my checklists and my timelines and everything to do, but for some reason, I just wasn't doing them in the way I knew I needed to do them. I wasn't showing up for myself the way I showed up for my boss. I would always blow any stat, anything, you know, any measuring unit that a boss would give me any, anything. I was performing in the top 3% of corporate when I was there wow. and why I couldn't figure out how to do it for myself was just so frustrating. And I felt the more confused I was by it, the more frustrating I was at myself mm-hmm. for not being able to do it and thinking, man, when it really matters, why aren't you just doing it? And really the idea was that I was telling a story about myself my capabilities, what it would mean to be a CEO of my own business. I didn't want being in the ad world and the ad agency, there's, you know, the, the phrase ad hours and it's a real thing. Right? Mm. Like You must be willing to put 80 hours in. And my husband and I tried for eight years to have my son and he was and is the priority. And the story I was telling myself was that, if I became a real CEO and started generating real money and started doing real things, I was going to have to choose between being a mother wow. first and foremost and being a successful. Yeah. And it's this way of, you know, driving with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake right. and not knowing that thing that stops you from doing the right thing. The thing that allows you to get distracted so easily from the task at hand was really that it's that I wanted to be successful in theory, but I was letting the idea of what society or what my own mind had created as the choice I was going to have to make. And it was stopping me for a long time. And first and foremost, I had to attack that story. I had to start creating evidence that that's not my, that that doesn't need to be my future. Mm -hmm. I can choose what success looks like. I have the power to reroute my business. It's my business. That's the point of having your own business. <laughs> yeah. I can reroute it at any point in time if it starts to go in a way that's not, you know, to my purpose. Mm. And, you know, it, it wasn't easy. I think I read Dollars Flow to Me easily like six times. <laughs> I continued to do, I, I started meditating. I'd never meditated before in my wow. life. Wow. Doing gratitude journals. Yep. I read Big Magic, Outliers. I mean, I was just, it was a very intentional thing that I had to shake myself out of those habits because that kind of thinking when you've done it for, I won't say how many over 30 years, but yeah. <laughs> over 30 years, it's hard to shake from, but that's what I had to change. Not my launch plan, not how many modules my course had. Mm. That was the first thing. And I never really even identified that as an issue you know, the self-development, the self-improvement was not even a focal point for me before. Yeah. I honestly, I saw module one. I was like, Oh God, can I skip this? To get to launch? <laughs> but I made myself yeah. watch. I said, no. Nope, and I'm sure you're the only that. one. You're the only one who said that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's my favorite module. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate you <laughs> saying that. It's like the you medicine. <laughs> it really is like the medicine module. It's like the thing you need that you like don't want to take. You know, it's like your vitamin module. Uh, that's so awesome though. So what would you say? Um, because by the way too, just to like, let's actually go back to this time where you had this like countdown clock of 60 days or less. Yeah. What were your other resources? Did you have a big list? Did you have a big ad budget? Like what what were you doing to generate that 8,000? No, I had probably like 30 some people on my, on my email list. 30. Yeah. But none of, (laughs) but I'm going to say, but don't you need a big, don't you need a big list in order to, to launch? You you don't. And as a matter (laughs) of fact, my 30 list was a crappy list because most Mm. of them were clients that I had already done the work for. Right. So they weren't really a candidate for for the course because they'd already paid for it one-on-one. Yeah. So when I say 30, that's a really loose number. I had less than a hundred Facebook followers. I had less than 50 Instagram followers. I had absolutely no money ads of any type and I had three weeks. So I didn't have the lead time to come up with like super snazzy lead magnets and, you know, all kinds of it. And I am notoriously camera shy. And so Mm. me trying to produce some really expensive video with my personality shining through was not really a resource that I had then. You know, but again, that was another story that I had to have all of those things to have a great launch. And one of the things that you helped me see in that call was stop worrying about what you don't have and look at what you do have. And you made me, I don't know if you remember this, but you made me write a list of what I do have. I I don't remember that. This, this, what a great idea. (laughs) You did. You made me write a list of what I do have because I was so focused on what I didn't Mm. have. I didn't have time. I didn't have money. I didn't have leads. I didn't have a reputation. I didn't have a huge portfolio. And I was so focused on that. And so I wrote this list down of what I had. And so from that list, which by the way, was names, I had a list of names Mm -hmm. and I had time (laughs) and I had time. Three weeks. weeks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't much, but it was three weeks. I had three weeks and I had these names. And so the next day I pulled all those names out of my cell phone, out of my Gmail, And I started contacting people, inviting them for coffee, inviting them, you know, for a happy hour glass of wine. And, you know, because that's what I could afford. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and I started just having conversations with them. I didn't have a sales page. I, you know, put something very quick together from my QuickBooks and just kind of, you know, quickly made something. I didn't have anything, really. I didn't even have a great idea of how I was going to structure the group coaching. I had an outline of what I had. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Do you feel like it was that countdown of having only three weeks left that at the end of the day, had you do all that? I think it was a combination. I think that having the countdown helped me. So part of the thing that another issue that I had to work through that I didn't realize I had to work through Mm -hmm. was integrity. Because mm-hmm. I always thought that I was a person of high integrity because I never, if I told you I was going to do something, I did it, but I didn't have good integrity with myself. Right. And I would use my responsibility to others as a way of getting out of being integrity to myself. That's sneaky. Very sneaky. Yes. Of you. <laughs> 
So, oh, I couldn't because I was too busy being a mom. Mm -hmm. I was too busy supporting my husband. I was too busy being a good friend or a good sister. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I didn't say an integrity to myself. And so because I didn't have that skill set yet, the time limit helped because it was somebody else holding me accountable to my, you know, my husband knew the time frame and the goal. We were on the same page. So that kind of helped instead of just, well, if I don't do it, nobody will know, but me sure. here in my sweatpants at home yeah. thinking about it. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> that did kind of help me. But on the flip side of it, after talking with you, I talked to my husband that night and we, you know, we were talking it over and he said, well, you know, if you're really serious, what's to stop you? from continuing, even if you don't hit your goal. Mm. And so I thought about it. I said, I don't know. It's like, so what if worst case scenario, it's a total, you know, bust as far as revenue wise. And I don't sell anything or I sell maybe one. So, and it means I have to go get a job. Why does that mean that my entrepreneur journey ends? Right. Why couldn't this be a side hustle? Yep. Why couldn't I now that I'm in the right mind frame, go back and set it up right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It just takes a little longer, maybe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was applying pressure in some places, but then I was also removing pressure in others. Wow. It didn't really mean that I was a failure. It meant that I had more growing to do. Yeah. And it allowed me to focus on the possibility instead of the fear of failure. So I don't really know how that worked. (laughs) It just kind of, both things kind of happened at once. That's a beautiful balance though that you found. And it's so funny too, like even that $8,000 number, like I just remember that's a, well, it's arbitrary, but it's still like, that's a lot of money. You know, I just remember like when I got started, I did the first like big thing that took off for me was when someone asked me to do a webinar for them. I think this was, I think it was January of 2011, something like there, 2010. And they asked me to come on and do a webinar for their audience and I sold a $200 product, I made $1,400 in that hour. And that was like life changing for me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it was like, are you kidding me? This is unbelievable. I was like, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. I, I was living in my parents still. So I went upstairs and I said, mom, dad, get your fancy clothes on. I'm taking you to dinner. And I like bought him a $200 meal. And I just thought like, I am baller now. And so it's just, it's it's always so funny because we see these results coming in from our members. Like there was one of our members just posted today, like their first beta did like $22,000. And I'm like, I think I got to that level like seven years in on my (laughs) So it's just, I mean, these are just such exciting, exciting times. And it's just, it's just so interesting for me to always like compare where I was versus like where my students are, where you are. So just, I'm so excited for you. And and this was now a year ago. So like, what has 2019 been like for you? What's next on the horizon? Where are you now? Okay. So this is really the cool part that I was going to save for later. Okay. Um, later is now. <laughs> yeah. So what's crazy is that in my journey, I have been able to discover some things about myself and what I wanted to do. So the goal is always to have the freedom to bring my husband home and, us, mm. you know, to be And so he has crazy hours. Uh, He loves his job, but he works in food and beverage, you know, at a hotel. So it's, you know, crazy hours. So I started to break down the story, this latest story of what it meant to work also with clients. So I found that I love working with clients also, you know, uh, as well as with groups, but there's just something so exciting about being on construction sites, developing out franchise models. Like it just 
really is exciting for me to be a part of creating it as well as teaching others how to create it. And I shied away from it because again, I was telling myself the story that, well, you do that and you're going to be traveling all over the country. You're mm-hmm. going to be, you know, working at hours, 80 hour weeks. So I started to tell myself, well, no, I don't. <laughs> Who says? Yeah. And you know, why can't I design something that hasn't been done, but just because it hasn't been done before, why can't it be done now? And so I started to design uh, offer suite and working with clients on creating custom franchises and custom franchise models. And it's taking off. And I am so excited to say that we are half, maybe 18 months away from bringing my husband home. We've been able to wow. hold him. Yes, we've been able to pull him in on a lot of, so a lot of it's in the food and beverage and food industry. And since he's a food and beverage director, he, he comes in and does a lot of the F&B portion of the, of the franchise models. And so having that balance where I don't have to take on 30 one-on-one clients, you know, I've got this passive mm-hmm. income, but I can take on a select few as I want, as time permits yeah. me. I was even able earlier this year to to put people on a wait, to be able to say to someone, you know what? I would love to work with you. We're looking at about 120 days out. Oh man, that's great. I mean, from last year to desperately taking anything from anyone who would, you know, hire me. That's just such a huge mind shift. It's such a huge difference in where we were. And I just think back now from where I was a year ago and where my mindset was and, and the stories that I have, I, re- I look forward now to finding new stories because oh, it's yeah. almost like, you know, challenge accepted. Okay. Right. <laughs> what yeah. are we going to break down now? And That's so, so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. That's so exciting. And so, um, for any moms out there who have that same resistance and story that you had a year ago, what do, what do you have to say about them, about choosing family, or, you know, being a good mom versus being a good entrepreneur. Yeah, it's funny that you asked that because I just posted something in the group a couple of days ago because there was a mom that was struggling, you know, with that same idea of feeling guilty anytime they weren't giving their child, you know, their attention. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things that I'll, I'll say. The first is that it's a story that we create for ourselves because I've now created a business that I've designed from the inside out. I decide how many hours I work and how many hours I spend with my son. Mm -hmm. It's good for him to see me working on the future that I want. It also is important for me to learn how to do this. All we want for our kids is to teach them how to be successful in life, how to be happy in life, how to succeed in in what they want. And if I can't figure out how to do it for myself, how am I going to teach him how to do it? I've got to learn it. I'm going to teach him how to do it. And that. I think is profound for me as a parent. I had to grasp that, that I can choose to live in fear. I can choose to try and make, you know, lemonade out of lemons, <laughs> or I could show him what it's like to experience it. You know, it's like you always say, you may know something, but you don't know it really until you've done it. Yeah. And until I've done it, I can't show him how to do it. And that's important. And the time that I have with him is quality. I don't have to, you know, be responding to emails from my boss while we're supposed to be playing. When I unplug, I unplug and I'm his and he's mine. And that's our time. And that doesn't get interrupted for anyone or anything. And because I bet on myself and because I bet on my family, now my husband who has to work crazy hours, 
could be home and I could be giving him more time with his dad as well and us more family time together and more travel time. And that possibility opens up for us now. And so, you know, I know that it's hard sometimes, but I think that sometimes hard things are worth it as long as we stay in integrity to ourselves and we continue on the path. It's only not worth it if you sacrifice all the time only to stop doing the things you were doing (laughs) and and go back to the old way of thinking. Wow. That's beautiful. That's so awesome. (laughs) I'm I'm just so excited for you. So happy for you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. Well, and this is, this is from less than a year ago. I mean, holy cow, Zara. What the heck? (laughs) This is module one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for your time here today. Any, I mean, those were beautiful final thoughts, but any other final thoughts before we wrap it up and call this complete today? Oh gosh. I would say, I guess you're the creator of your destiny. Mm. And if you find yourself stuck, it's not the environment. Look inside because the answer is there. You just have to be willing to look at it. And that's probably the hardest thing for any of us because we all are, I guess, inherently a little blind to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to our own biases and yeah. our own perceptions. And it's a very humbling experience, but it's definitely worth it. Wow. This is just a great example of someone doing the work and that's what it means. So I just like acknowledge you, I commend you and uh, cheer you on to just keep doing it. It really has like a compounding effect if you can only imagine. Like if you've gone this far in one year, you don't even know where you'll be a year from now if you just keep this habit. So, so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Zara, for taking the time from your schedule to be here to share this story with so many of our listeners who I know they're going to get tremendous value of it. Where can we connect with you, find you? Are you on the Instagram and all that stuff? I am. I'm on Instagram at brand.author and Facebook at brand.author. We, and, oh, yes. And? And, and website, <laughs> brandauthor.com. I keep it real simple. And we're, <laughs> we'll, I can't remember we'll, we'll link that all up in, in the show notes for you guys. And per usual, I'm requesting that anything that Zara shared with you today that made the most impact for you, please give her a shout out. Let her know, especially for our BBD members inside the group, tag her, let her know when this episode airs, when you listen to this episode, post it in our group because she's really just been like a superstar member, like from that hot seat on, like it was like everyone was cheering you on to, to hit this deadline. (laughs) They um, really carried me through. Yeah. Yeah. And just an awesome community. I love them. That's the power. That's the power of a community. So you did it. You did it. And then like now that they've cheered you on, you know, you're, you're now returning the favor tenfold, uh, especially just through your message here on this episode. So, so thank you. And a huge thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. We'll see you all on the next episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be 
so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.